0: Well, hello and welcome to The Hayden Clark Show. My name is Hayden Clark, your host, and I'm excited for today's episode. But before we uh, get into t- to tonight's interview, I want to say thank you to our patron supporters and everyone who uh, donates to the show. Um, it's because of your giving that I get to produce free material like this and, and produce it on YouTube and put it out there on the internet. So thank you so much. And you too, uh, listener or viewer, you can become a supporter by following the Patreon link in the description below or by supporting us here through YouTube by clicking the join button below and supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month. So thank you so much for that Uh, but with no further ado I'd like to bring in my guest Uh, for the second time I'll go ahead and and give it away I didn't hit record the first time so I, I won't pretend that I'm some kind of professional I do make mistakes Jason thanks so much for joining me man I'm so happy to have you on
1: well, I appreciate it, brother. I'm glad you said it because I was going to say it. <laughs> I, <if you> didn't. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This guy's
0: a prankster. He's a jokester. I know he was going to say it, so I might as well try and uh, own up to it. But I I am really uh, happy to have you on. Um, I'm very thankful that Thank you brother. agreed to do this. I'm a big fan of your uh, show over there on YouTube. But uh, before we get into that, I thought it might be helpful if you uh, give a brief introduction of who you are and what you do.
1: I appreciate it, brother. Yeah. Uh, so my name is Jason Patton. I'm a, I'm a firefighter in South Florida, um, and I have been blessed to uh, have created some videos that thankfully my fellow brothers and sisters as first responders and EMTs and paramedics and all fun stuff, uh, they genuinely enjoy it and they've become uh, moderately popular, which is uh, it's still it still blows uh, my mind every day.
0: Yeah, and uh, like I had said before, um, it is—it's crazy how popular it is because um, you know I, I volunteer at a department, I work at a department full time, and of course I'm familiar with guys and girls from other departments. And I've never talked to anybody at a fire station or at an EMS station that isn't familiar with the Fire Department Chronicles. Everyone's always showing me their phones. Have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? I'm like, yeah, I've, I've seen it a hundred times. Did you? Did you ever imagine that it would be so popular?
1: Uh, no, no, you know. Again, like I started the videos to, uh, created them just out of fun messing around with the guys in my station. and you know, uh, we, we just come back from a training uh, just, uh, doing some some kind of training and one of the guys had a GoPro and we you know made uh, national geographic fire department uh, fire department edition was the original. Uh, you know, put that up on facebook man and, and it was like after a couple of videos, people were genuinely like, yo, this is funny, man. like keep going, keep doing it. It's great, you know and and again, like thankfully, I've been able to maintain their um uh, their attention cuz you know, a lot of times people <laughs> fall yeah. off and and and, and I get, I I always bring it back to the fact that thankfully I was forward thinking enough to know that everything's P- needs to be PG13 don't do anything stupid you know just just keep it keep admin happy so I can keep doing what I'm doing kind of thing
0: yeah um keep admin happy that was that's one thing that I've always uh thought About when I watch your videos, because I'm like, it looks like he's in the actual apparatus, he's actually at the mm-hmm. station. And I i would never try it as a rookie firefighter, anyways. But I'm thinking if anybody was to do this, you know, some of the chiefs, <laughs> some of the officers that I know would be like, Put your phone up, we're not doing that, so yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, a, don't ever do it as a rookie, that's just a great way to get ba- fired. Basically, uh, do
0: nothing as a rookie, but yeah,
1: yeah do nothing <laughs> as a rookie, or do, do, that's the best, ba- don't do nothing as a rookie, but do everything, yeah, at the same time, yeah. <laughs> But, um yeah you know uh no one would know where i work if i didn't if i didn't say it somewhere or they did a ton of research and figured it out and like a feel good story so i mentioned it or something like that but no one would really know where i work and i try to keep it that way the entire time because i enjoy doing it and i want to keep doing it and you know again it's all positive stuff but there's always that one person that, mm-hmm, that's going to try yeah. to mess it up you know
0: Unfortunately, there's probably is somebody that would try to ruin it for everybody. But yeah, and, yeah. and another thing you're talking about is just uh, the way, and I'll, I mean, the way you've maintained good content over and over and over again. And I know it's something I see it in the comment sections, people make the same comments. So, it's, you know, it's not just me saying it, but uh, how do you just continually, uh, you know, it's not like you weren't a one hit wonder, like you're saying, it's all these videos are good and they all take off, they're all funny. How do you maintain that? Thank
1: you i'm insane it's just it's just it's just, it's just there are screws loose in there thankfully they create some odd connections there. <laughs> just a funny guy it's th- just a funny guy <laughs> yeah. it's daily life man it's it's things that i see all the time um you know dude the fire and ems the, there's just a ton of content out there but i try to be outside the box i don't want to just continuously do the same things over and over again even though you know one thing you, you have to come to terms with is that Um, you know, if you're creating comedy, if you look at almost every comedian, if you look at almost every uh, filmmaker, they have a style, they have a, a style that they do. They have a style that they, their delivery, the way they talk or their way their films or, or whatever is. So, you know, it's going to be mildly repetitive sometimes. But I just try to – whatever I think is funny, that's exactly – anytime I, I put something together, if I laugh at some point in time, I know most likely someone else is going to laugh. So just to, that that's the basic formula, you know.
0: Yeah, that is a good point. It's kind of like, you know, something weird will happen to you, and then it happens again. You're like, okay, if this has happened to me twice, it's happened to everybody probably. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So how long yeah. – and- oh, yeah, go ahead.
1: No, I was gonna say, and I also found that that people genuinely enjoy learning. So, like mm-hmm. the green screening things that I've been doing lately, or the, the reviewing, uh, like very poorly made uh TV shows, um, which I, I will always say, like I understand why they right. make them the way that they do, because if they did real life, they'd be the most boring shows on the face <laughs> of the planet. Uh, but <laughs> you know, um, it's still the atrocity that they throw into those. Sometimes I'm like, God, no, don't ever don't. One of them, this girl, um stuck her hand, she's a paramedic, stuck her hand through someone's chest to grab their aorta and stop it from <laughs> bleeding. I'm like, holy crap, no. So, uh, but, you know, they, people like, I always try to throw some kind of like knowledge mm-hmm. in there. People like, oh, yeah. cool. Like, yeah. it, it's fun to learn at the same time, you know?
0: Yeah, it is a, it, it is a good tool for uh, educating the general population that may not be familiar with what goes on in fire, EMS. You know, so that's cool too. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you been on the job?
1: Uh, I've been a. I'm in June. will be thirteen. I'll be completing thirteen years as a firefighter medic, and um, two years prior to that. So about fifteen years I've been on. Awesome. Uh, total. I was a medic before. So.
0: Awesome. What made you want to become a, a firefighter in the first place?
1: You know, it was uh, sheer luck, to be honest. I, I have no family members that are firefighters, and I was a mechanic. I hated my job. One of my buddies was like, "Yo, I just finished EMT school. Like, it's awesome." I went and tried it fell in love immediately like it was just so cool to learn about the 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 body and you know the way that the body compensates i know you said you're about to go to medic school and i mean like dude learning about that stuff it's overwhelming it's really hard sometimes but you're just completely blown away and we get like the icing of, mm. of what actually goes on in the body. But you learn about like collateral blood flow and, and just just the way that the body operates is absolutely insane. It's so cool.
0: It's funny that, uh, that's how you came into it because again, if it's happened to one of us, it's happened to a million people like we were just talking about. That's a, it's kind of how I came into this as well, or I'm getting into this now. That's, that's what I'm hap- That's what's happening to me right now. Uh, yeah. I, I've been, I was in banking for like five years and, um, mm. uh, I didn't hate my job because I, don't know i think i could enjoy anything i like the people i work with but i just it wasn't going anywhere and it Mm -hmm. um even though i went to college and did all the right things for whatever reason it just wasn't working out for me and i wasn't i wasn't really enjoying it i guess if i was being honest but anyway i had a friend that works at the uh volunteer department here i live in a small town in north texas but we have a volunteer department that's really good and uh, has a lot of uh, people who are full-time firefighters elsewhere and um anyway, he's like, well, you should come try this and see if you like it. The department will pay for you to go to EMT school. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But, uh, so that's what I did. And, uh, after going to my first structure fire, I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going back to that desk. There's no way, <laughs> but I'm, I'm starting Dude, to really like the medic side of it. And I can't wait to go to paramedic school. So it,
1: it, all of it's exciting, right? Like all of it's super exciting nothing will ever take the feel of a structure fire away. <laughs> like, it, it, and again, like you know, it's always it's always a, a you know a double edged sword. You know, you, you don't want to see people's lives get get destroyed. Right. Um, but you know, if it's good abandoned structure or something like that, money, let's go. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, you know, but I mean, it, it, there's just something very animalistic, something yep. you know, just exciting about running into danger. That's what it really comes down to. You know, mm-hmm. You're running into danger, and on the medical side, and obviously there's a lot of thinking that's above that. But on the medical side, man you'll never feel more satisfaction than having a problem, mm-hmm. correcting it and genuinely saving someone's life, man, it's just it's it's such a cool feeling.
0: That's a double-edged sword too and I'm not obviously not speaking from experience. I'm kind of forward thinking to when it is my call, when it is on mm-hmm. me, when I am the medic. It's like the draw to it is that it's a it's in some sense it's like a mystery and and I've got mm-hmm. I've got to figure this out, but that's the problem at the same time. It's like yeah yeah. but but what if i don't that's what i that's what goes through my mind anyway i feel excited about it but also a lot of angst about it there's um
1: i I don't i can't remember a single call that i've been on where yeah there are times where you're going to be like i have absolutely no clue what's causing this right now like i don't know like i don't know what to do but it's not always about solving the problem sometimes it's just like Getting them good enough, you know, They're repairing get, them well enough to get them to, to the people that still would alive whenever
0: they come out of the ambulance. That's yeah,
1: that's <laughs> that's the goal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Deliver them alive, you know. Yeah.
0: So, in one of the videos that you did a response to, um, I think the original video was saying that firefighters were overrated or something stupid like mm. that. And um, it seemed like the, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt that video was cringe worthy I watched the original ones cringe worthy for me to even watch yeah. I think the main problem was that this person just didn't even understand what a firefighter does because your your response to it was basically just explaining that's not all we do here's what we do and that's why yeah. you, and that's why you're wrong so what all um you know maybe I thought well again if one person doesn't understand probably there's a lot of people who don't understand what all does a firefighter do what does that entail what's a day to day look like
1: so honestly god it really depends on what's like what area you work in there's some areas that that run only fire that's that is their only existence is fire but again like um, if they're running only fire, then it's not just fire calls. They're probably also running water leaks. They're, they're running, you know, uh, you know, bunches and bunches, of bunches of, uh, you know, obviously motor vehicle accidents, you know, anything you can think of with regards to fire motor vehicle accidents, uh, you know, uh, down power lines, you know, all that stuff. Like they're not just sitting around the station waiting for something to catch on fire. Cause that's not the way it goes. Not to, you know, and then if there's medics if they're also uh dual certified like i am so i'm a firefighter and a paramedic then you're running ems calls on top of that roughly 70 percent of your calls are going to be ems um you know but dude it's depending on the uh, the department again if it's any kind of wildland guys they're running wildland fires you're doing trt you're doing you know heavy rescue stuff building collapses i mean uh trench rescues you know like legitimately anything you can think of like I need to call 911. Most likely, the fire department's going to be involved in that. Unless it's like an an unsafe scene, then we're not the cops first, then we'll go in after. But, you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, cops (laughs) first. Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe I I personally didn't realize how many departments run uh, EMS. Where I live, there's a private EMS, and Mm -hmm. the county over has a county EMS. And,. uh, I guess I just didn't really realize that actually a lot of places the fire – like where I work now, the fire department does run the EMS service, so I did to do fire EMT.
1: Um, but I, I guess – And that will vary mm-hmm. from department to department, from state to state. I mean counties. Like there are county separations here, and you'll you'll go into the county – two counties north of me, and uh, they're running It's – they're just yeah. fire. They're just fire they'll run ems they don't do any transport mm-hmm. that is the utter opposite of what it's like down here it's only like only fire departments transport down here yep. so you know it's uh it's crazy man it's absolutely crazy and you know again if if you're not running a call and of course we do dow- we have downtime but from eight o'clock in the morning or whenever your shift changes for the first like three hours or so you're most likely either checking your truck out doing duties you know if you have a, a department that's heavy on training you're gonna have some sort of training during the day like they're they're definitely not just you know sitting around twiddling their thumbs
0: yeah and if you're a rookie you're doing dishes I can do doing can, everything I can speak, that from, I can <laughs> speak that from experience <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah, that, stay busy, man. That's the best thing you can do. As a rookie, just stay yeah. busy.
0: <laughs> uh, my first day, no. oh, I'll just go ahead and embarrass myself. My first day at work, I was <laughs> like, uh, I've seen guys go in and uh, pretend like they know stuff when clearly they don't yeah. and nobody likes that guy. So my mindset on my first day at work was like, okay, don't be that guy at least. Yeah. At least don't be that guy because nobody can stand that guy. And so I was kind of, <laughs> really quiet and just wanted to observe everybody and see, kind of get the feel for everything. And it kind of got interpreted as, I'm lazy. I was like, oh crap, no, I don't want to, I'm not lazy either. So I, <laughs> then I just started doing everything. And uh, no, everybody at the department's really great. I really love where I'm at. But that's just kind of fun.
1: <laughs> awesome. It's funny, dude. Like, that's There is a fine line. Um, my first day, we uh, went to an, uh, an extrication. The woman ended up dying. But uh, we go to this extrication Dude, I jumped out of that truck, man. My gear was half on. Ran up to the car, tried to rip it open with my bare hands. They're like, "Rookie, what the hell are you doing? Stop touching the car!" And I'm like, try to pull it open. <laughs> like they, uh, you know, you can't, you can't do anything wrong as long as you're doing something. Yeah. You know, obviously, don't do anything unsafe or stupid. But you know, if you're doing something as a rookie, you, you're doing a good job, man. They just, we just want to see you. We want to see people be thirsty. Like, they, they want to learn. They want to bother the guy. Hey, man, can you show me how to work this thing out of here? Like, absolutely, bro. Let's go. Let's go through yeah. it. Yeah. So.
0: No, that's good. Um, yeah. I found that most of the guys are fine with questions, and which is something I'm always nervous about. I, I really like this job. I really want to learn and be a, the best I can be. But I'm always nervous mm-hmm. to ask people questions because I know sometimes that comes across as annoying. But uh, I honestly haven't run into anybody that. Um, wasn't,
1: uh, Anyone that would give you shit about asking a question is an asshole. I mean, that, there's no other way to put that. So, like, he's, he's an asshole. Like, yeah. I mean, there's no look, other way to learn. But yeah, you need to ask. Don't, don't get me wrong. If like you're still going to get messed with. I mean, that's going to yeah. happen. Like, that's just life. You know, like if if someone comes up to me and ask and asks me something that I'm like, you should know that that is an obvious answer to that question. But um, you know, I'll mess with you a little bit, but I'll you know I'll answer it. So yeah. uh, you know. Messing around with each other, ball busting—it's—it's it's a part of the—it's a part of the job, man. It's you know, and I, honest to God, believe it's—it's it's a good thing, you know, as long as you don't take it too far. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure there was a volley department in Texas that took it too far, and I think they all went to jail. So oh, wow, no, <laughs> I haven't talking? heard that story,
0: but uh, if it was in Texas, <laughs> yeah. I probably it doesn't surprise me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, this was actually in one of your videos, and it was one of the. So much of your content is just immediately relatable, and uh, in the fire department, we pretty much. Uh, look at me talking in the fire department. I've been here not even a year, but uh, <laughs> I've, I've found in the fire department that <clears throat> everybody's usually pretty good at laughing at themselves, and I had to laugh at myself on this one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, one of the things that I get most nervous about is whenever I go to a hospital that I've never been to before. As the EMT, I'm obviously driving. And it's like I got some of these dang ambulance bays, just ain't the easiest thing to find. Um, mm-hmm. Down on the Metroplex, I never had this problem. I used to work at a transfer service and we'd go down to Dallas all the time to drop people off because they would have a big old sign that says ambulance this way. Yeah. I'm out here in some of the county hospitals and there's like these, I don't know. I've had some trouble finding some of these things. And in one of your videos is like, I think it was the one that was like, however many things you don't want to hear an EMT or paramedic say. And it was like, do I turn here or do I turn here? That's, that's me. Like, you know, he's back there trying to save somebody's life. And I'm like, God, you're so incompetent that you have to turn around and ask for directions. While he's bagging somebody back there. And, uh, uh, but you know, yeah. I don't know. You got any other advice for rookies?
1: No, dude. That's that's part of the process, man. Like you know, I'd love to tell you you need to drive around and go to every hospital and figure out where to go into. I thought about that. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's fine. But some rural areas, your local hospital is you know an hour and twenty minutes from you. So you know that doesn't seem very feasible. And you know, God forbid, you have to go to a different one. But you know what, man when you come on shift in your first days you're going to be nervous it's normal it's good man being nervous is good it's going to make you absorb your surroundings more it's going to make you pay attention a little bit more that kind of thing you know the whole like last the bed first to rise do that learn what your guys like man learn what your crew likes because um you know and show respect that's that's a big thing you know everyone's like you know i'm a because people get hired when they're 35, 40 years old or, you know, even when they're 25, they're like, I'm a grown man. I don't need to, you know, I don't need to ask someone for something or call someone, sir. Like, that's not what this is about. This is about showing respect to the people around you. And once you do, 99% of the time, we're going to leave you alone. We're, you know, you're one of the guys. Um, but, yeah, make coffee if, you guys, if the guys and girls in your station like it. Make coffee, man. You know, make sure coffee's fresh in the morning. If, wake up t- 15 minutes for everyone else. Make sure it's good to go. Uh, you know, if you don't know how to cook, learn how to cook Find you know, <laughs> like That's a, you. that
0: is a big one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember one of my first, I mean, because we would, I was at station one for a little while, which is one of our bigger stations whenever I was tr- training. Um, I got moved since then, but that was one of the first things that I realized was, holy crap I, I don't no, I have no idea how to cook um and I was like holy crap literally they cook every meal and everyone is pitching in and helping and I'm a yeah. I'm like holy crap what am I gonna yeah. do how do you learn how to cook I don't know, I don't know.
1: Google <laughs> and at your at your home and and screwing up. That's a big one. You, you got to burn something yeah. eventually. Just don't do it at the station. That's the thing. Is like,
0: through. I would love to pitch in, guys, and I'm here. And if you want to show tell, like, if you say, hey, do this, 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 and that, I'll do it. But just know that if you say, hey, go cook XYZ, it's not that I won't do it. It's that you're going to be mad with the end result. I know it's not going to be
1: good. <laughs> No, but you know what man like show effort try it start with something basic hey guys i'm gonna make spaghetti with yeah. meatballs or spaghetti and meat sauce that is basic you cannot screw that up bro and i don't know what it's like <laughs> in texas but i can't imagine it's a bunch of I- italians that want yeah. fresh tomato sauce you know you probably get ragu and throw it in there with some garlic bread and you'll be good to go so like show an effort man that's that's what it's about dude show show efforts and even if you mess up No one gives a shit. We're gonna make fun of you, but we don't really care. At least you did something. I had guys that would, that rookies that were like, "I don't cook. I'm sorry, I don't cook." And I'm like, "That's not the right attitude, man." Yeah, (laughs) that's not the right attitude. I definitely
0: didn't want to say that. I know that. Yeah, I knew enough uh, not to say that.
1: I don't fill out some uh, evaluation reports. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I should have asked this earlier because we kind of already talked about it. But uh, are there any EMS? Because you do a lot of reviews of these uh, fire EMS shows, and uh, you know you already commented on it, and they're hilarious. But uh, are there uh, are there any fire EMS television shows that you do like?
1: Tacoma FD is killing it right now. They they they're doing a good job. Um, it's it's the best way to portray what it's like in a fire station. Obviously, there's going to be some things that are a little above a little above what would actually happen at a fire station, or at least one where you wouldn't get fired. Um, but you know that's it's it's a normal process, man. But I think Tacoma FD has done an incredible job, like a really good job. It's again very it's all, it's a comedy. It's all the comedic side, but it's a cool, refreshing way to see. That they're not making everything over dramatized, you know.
0: Cool. I haven't heard of that one. I guess I'll have to check it out.
1: But uh... yeah, it's cool. Matthew's awesome. And actually, um, I'm gonna be on Live Rescue next Friday. Are you really? It's so gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll be on there. Yeah. Be cool. <laughs> be How good. does that work?
0: Yeah. Are, like you're gonna be on it, or like they're coming to where you live and doing a whole. <laughs>
1: So uh, whatever uh,
0: no. you're allowed to say. Sorry, I didn't even think yeah, about that. Yeah,
1: no, a local department. Um a local department asked me to come down there and ride with one of their chiefs. Mm. So I'm gonna go down there and ride with their chief as a ride along and uh cameras will be in there and it'll be fun.
0: Congrats, man. That'll be fun. That sounds awesome. Thanks. Looking forward to I that. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um totally switching gears here. But um uh, <laughs> that how about how about that for a segue? Uh <laughs> Would you recommend Fire EMS as a career to someone that was, you know, just kind of unsure about what they want to do or um, maybe they're not happy doing what they're doing right now and why would you or why would you not?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, this is the greatest career on the face of the planet. I don't think anyone would say any different. It's an incredible career, you know, it's – you get to save lives, you get – um, you get to make impacts, genuinely get to make impacts on people's lives. You get to see the, you know, the fruits of your labor and the results of your labor, which is very cool, man. Very few <laughs> jobs do you get to do that. Um, but you know, it, yeah, there are some downsides sometimes the mental health issues and stuff like that that can happen. But in reality, as long as you take care of yourself and you, if you need to go to therapy or you need to go to a recovery facility or treatment place to kind of get some stuff out of your head and you do that. And you're gonna have a lovely, amazing career.
0: Yeah, best job you ever had. And that's, I remember whenever I was, I was kind of unhappy doing what I was doing um, as a banker. And my wife, our first year of marriage, she was finishing up nursing school. And I saw how much she enjoyed it and thought, maybe I should do something a little bit more tangible like that. And so first, res- mm-hmm. first responding in general was kind of a, an initial draw for me. And I went and asked, You know, no offense to anybody, but I went and asked uh, some police officer friends that I knew what they thought about their jobs, and I'm sorry, but no police officer I went and personally asked said that they liked their job. So they all had different reasons, but I'm just saying nobody said that they really enjoyed it, and every firefighter I talked to said, best job I ever had. So I thought, well, I guess I'll go to EMT school and then uh, (laughs) see if I enjoy it. And I have. It's it's, uh, been the best job I've had so far, but uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's not just, it, it's obviously the calls and, and, and helping people and stuff like that, but, I, you know, I think the sweetest part of the job, man, is the, is the brotherhood, bro. You mm-hmm. Show up at work. Get to work work with your best buddies, you know? Yeah. Hang out. As long as you got a good crew, man, it's it's an amazing thing. You're always gonna work with that asshole that no one wants to be around. I'm <laughs> probably that guy and I just don't know it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <but laughs> yeah,
0: now it is the, uh, I think it's the, the rewards of the job are so tangible, I guess. Yeah. You know, I, it's, i'm sure as a banker i was making a difference and stuff like you know every job does in a sense if you really want Mm -hmm. to think about it we can figure it out but i've never gone to work thinking am i going to make a difference today in somebody's life it's like (laughs) if i'm doing my job today it's somebody else's it's the worst day of their life and it's my job to go there and make it better in some way or another and honestly i'm starting to figure out and again i don't have that much experience but i'm starting to figure out that sometimes it's those situations that aren't even, uh, it's not even a real emergency. It's, you know, some people might get in the box and think, I can't believe we're about to go to this call. But to that person that on the other end that is making, them calling 911, to them it's, they're about to die even if it's, you know, nothing. And uh, sometimes it's just calming somebody like that down and showing them that everything's going to be all okay. That's rewarding to me too. It's not always, you know... They were legit dying, and now they're not. Like, Obviously, that's, a re- yeah. that's rewarding in a way that can't even be described, but sometimes it's just those small things I film.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Or writing in the back of the box with the old lady who's just telling you about life and how much you know you need to treasure it and stuff. I had an experience like that with the old lady whenever I was in the transfer service, which sucked. Transfers sucked. But um, there was some rewards to it just like that. Yeah. It's just rewarding in a lot of different ways I film. But, uh, Absolutely. You you already touched on it, but um, why is uh, and I've seen you make some really good videos on this topic, so I wanted to ask you about it if you don't mind. Um, why is mental health such a, a big topic? Why is it such an important topic in firefighter EMS, firefighting and EMS? And uh, what advice do you give concerning it?
1: You know, um, mental health in general for humans, I say for everyone, is extremely important. You know, like. He, your brain is outrageously complex, right? I mean, it's funny because you know we look at motors and stuff like that, and how I don't know if you know anything about engines, but you know, I, when I was a mechanic, no, no. So I, when I was a mechanic before this, learning about how motors work and timing and how everything has to be absolutely perfect down to the millisecond. Otherwise, you know, you're going to blow a valve out or something like that after the the piston impacts it. And it's like it's so complex, and people are like, "Wow, that's so cool." But for some reason, when it comes to our own brains, it's like it's black and white, dude, like you're either good or you're bad. It's like that. I mean, there's there's so much more gray, like literally gray matter in there um, that, you know, you really (laughs) like we really need to look at it differently. So I think, you know. For a lot of people they experience traumas they try to process them and then you know society comes along and says, you know what's wrong with you figure it out move forward you know if you're a man just suck it up and keep going It's like all right that's how psychopaths are created so uh, you know that, that's probably a crappy thought process but then with first responders, it gets even worse because now, you see things you should never have seen you're not supposed to see kids with their heads cut off you're not supposed to see you know mothers being murdered and and people run over by cars flattened like you're not supposed to see those things and you see them and the natural thing to say is like oh shit no not okay and then someone will go you know what man that's not okay and then normally you're able to work through those types of things right um, but I think if, with a lot of first responders in general just saying that dude, talk about what's going on. And if you need additional help, great. But don't treat your brain any differently than anything else. And and, and you are no lesser of a person. Uh, I talked to a guy today and he had the best thing. So there's like different types of pressure when it comes to um when it comes to uh the perceptions of firefighters there's like societal perceptions and and pressures that come saying you're a hero like you should be strong all the time and then there's personal perception and and uh processing issues that come from us saying you know i i should be strong all the time like i'm less of a firefighter if i talk about being a little weak or a little and it's not i hate weak but a little mentally um you know straint and it's crazy man because our own our own uh, uh pressures are much greater and much more impactful than whatever society mm. thinks you know yeah
0: now i guess um i remember going through emt school and this uh subject being brought up and i guess i just had never it had never crossed my mind but i had a I was in for a rude awakening my instructor was uh i remember her saying I can't remember all the statistics, but you know, she was getting statistics about PTSD and fire EMS and also divorce rates and things like that. Oh yeah. And um just the stress of it had never really occurred to me and she was comparing that to the military and I thought, well, that actually makes a lot of sense. Of course there's obvious differences for people in the military out there, but I'm just saying like there's obvious similarities now that I think about it too. And uh um, Yeah. But I guess that I don't, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go, on, go. On. No, I was just gonna say I guess that's also ne- might be that might sound like uh Room for optimism on this subject as well is that. I mean, I was one of the first things I remember learning about in EMT school. Like, they, I think they're it's being taken seriously, and and I've heard from uh, other, you know, my chief has, you know, said, you know, if you need anything, let me know, or uh, if you need to talk to anybody or need us to get you help on some, you know, after a bad call. uh, Thankfully, thankfully, I don't think at least that uh, I've been too affected by anything yet. Again, I'm brand new to the field, so I'm sure worse things will happen. Will come. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm good. Good. Yeah,
1: no, no, it's, it's good. Like they should tell you that, you know, uh, and again, there's two schools of thoughts when it comes to this. This One school of thought is to tell you there's like an 85, 90% chance, or I I think it's just over 70%. Um, it's going, you're going to experience some kind of PTSD, like some kind of traumatic, whatever. Uh, It doesn't mean you're going to develop any issues. Um, and again, I might be off on that number, but, (laughs) Uh, let's just say let's just say it's 99. It's pretty close. So the nine yeah, let's yeah, say it's 99% of the chance, like 99% chance you're gonna experience ptsd You know, that's a great way to talk to people to say, like, hey, you may get it. But then the other school thought is don't tell everyone that. Because if you tell everyone that, they're gonna think, shit, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get messed up. Like, and it's not a wholeheartedly true. But here's the facts, or here's the best way to think about it. If you do have an issue, Correct it, you know, make it normal to correct it. If you don't have an issue, great. All right. Look, I've seen people cut in half. It didn't bother me. I was like, ah, I mean, that sucks. Like, oh shit, that woman's cut in half. You know, took me a couple of days to get through it, but it wasn't like earth shatteringly bad for me. But I saw my dad, or not my dad, but uh, you know, I watched my dad die from cancer, and then three months later, when I got back from shift, the first person I or one of the first people I ran on was a guy who looked just like my dad, and it was like, huh? huh, huh. like I needed a second to step back. Yeah. So, like, it, it things affect people differently, mm-hmm. and then you know, I got a little therapy and stuff like that, and, and you're good to go.
0: Yeah, what scares the shit out of me is having a, a baby now. Like she's literally four months old. And mm-hmm. uh, only because I had an instructor who, you know, thank God I was very open about his experiences in, in the EMT school. Uh, and the point of him bringing this up was to say that, look, even if this does happen, it's not, what did he say? It's not a life sentence. PTSD is not a life mm-hmm. sentence. That was the most encouraging yeah. thing to me. He said, you can't come through it. And uh, here's proof. Me. And uh, he ran a call on a, on, a, on an infant that uh, didn't make it. He had to do CPR. And mm. um that didn't i mean obviously that's going to affect anybody at least a little bit, but it wasn't yeah. it, it wasn't p t s d bad and then then he had his own daughter, and I think uh he was uh, playing with her on the bed or something like that, and that just triggered that c p r and uh it just all came rushing back to him, and the you know he 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 was you know thankfully he just went right ahead and got help and I, you know I'm not saying he's unaffected by it now, but you know he's According to him, he was doing good. So that yeah. was really encouraging. That's what scares the shit out of me now. Now that I'm a father, I'm like, you know, I got shift tomorrow. And every time I'm like, God, I hope it's not a four-month-old kid because I don't think I could come home. I, it would just be so hard.
1: Or or you're going to run on a four-month-old kid and you're going to do CPR on him and, and, and you're going to be fine. Like you may have the ability to separate, but if yeah. you don't and that does happen and you are affected by it, it's fine. You know, come home. Tell your wife. She's she, she's a nurse. Yeah. Like, talk to your wife about it. You know, hey, babe, this is what happened today. Wow. Like, it was really hard for me. Like, you guys will have a moment. You probably bond over something like that. Like, oh, I think I'm going to go see a therapist and just talk about this because it, it bothered me a lot. Like, yeah. all right. You know, don't, you know, don't, uh, they always like therapists or at least my therapist used to say like, l- sometimes life pokes you with a stick and it's like, hey i want to go get this looked at. Mm-hmm. And if you don't listen to this, the, the small stick poking, eventually life's going to hit you with a two by four. And, you know, that can be really bad. So mm-hmm. you just got to listen to whatever's going on and process when you should be processing.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm encouraged that there's conversations like this happening. So that's it's, it because it is a really big deal in the fire EMS world. And so thank you for speaking out on it as well. So thank you. Um, Okay, one last question before we go to the bonus segment. Again, if you want access to the bonus Mm -hmm. segment, you can follow the links below to become a supporter and get access to not just this bonus segment, but all of of the bonus segments of my interviews as well. Um, Jason, where do you see the Fire Department Chronicles going in the future? What's the future look like?
1: You know, I don't know, man. Just uh, continuing the same type of content and videos and uh, the same lightheartedness that i think we all need in fire and ems right now our first you know what the world we all need lightheartedness and happiness to, but i'm hoping eventually um hosting a tv show of some way of something that nice. and i think i hope that will be in the near future nice. we'll
0: see. i hope that works out that'd be great uh, I appreciate it. Again, we're going to go to the bonus segment, so if you want access to that, just uh, follow the, the links below to become a supporter, and you can get access to all of our bonus segments. Jason, thank you so much uh, for agreeing to do this, man. Again, I love your content and your YouTube channel, and uh, if you one day have a, a TV show, I'll definitely be tuning into that. So, uh, again, <laughs> thank, thank you, brother. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one, man.
1: Appreciate it, man. You too, buddy.